You're listening to Hutton Orbital Radio News Digest. The studio looks quiet this evening. Too quiet. Two figures sit in the presenter's chairs, looking nervously over their shoulders and glancing every now and again at their watches. It is... It is Thursday, isn't it? I think so. And it is about 8.30? Uh, yep. Have you seen Cal anywhere? Not since last week. What about Vin? I, I think he's still got the scourge, or, or Ebola, or mods. Bother. What about Norm? Not a clue. He's normally around. Look, there's a flashing light on the answering machine. Hello? It's me. Look, we've got a problem. The tech monkey has gone bananas. Someone messed with one of his spreadsheets and he's gone ape. We're waiting on someone from the zoo with a dart gun. No! Simon, get down from there! For goodness sake, leave that frog alone! This is Vantayen's mum. He's been quarantined by Nurse Wyeth. Apparently he's got a bad case of mods. There's green goo leaking out of him, and it really doesn't look very pretty. Anyway, send mugs. He won't be in work today. Hello, Norman here. Hope you're all having a great time. I'll send you a postcard from the Crab Nebula. Back soon. Love to Flossie. I hate talking to these things. Uh, hello. This is Falco. Just wanted to tell you that everything is fine. And I'm going to be working with the code monkeys on the automated briefing system a while longer. Absolutely doing this willingly. Totally not being kidnapped and forced to stay here. So, uh, stay alert out there and defend the mug. Oh dear. There's a box on the wall here. It says Hutton Emergency Radio Producer. Smash glass in case of emergency. Shall we? <laughs> oh, go on then. What? No? There's a big red button. Push it. Well, howdy there, y'all. I'm Buck Naked, your emergency inflatable radio producer for today. But I think they overinflated me, though. Your mics are live. He looks just like the real thing. How do we know when he's fully inflated? Um, when his hat pops up? The Hutton Emergency Radio Producer. Brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only radio equipment in the galaxy with your own pop-up buck. How do you get this little piece of equipment installed in your radio station? Simply pop this little box under the desk and hide all sharp objects. Look, he's got a little control panel on his front. It's got buttons. Looks like we're going to have to use our initiative. Push that one. Howdy there, Hoss. I'm Buck. We did that bit already. Ah, uh, sorry. How about this one? Broadcast from an orange sidewinder and 
That's not right. How about this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elite Dangerous live stream. My name's Ed. Oh, bother. Hang on. This one's got a picture of a newspaper on it. This is the Emergency Hutton News Broadcast. In the event of a news failure, your script will drop down from the ceiling. Just take a deep breath and read normally. Emergency Lighting will direct you to the right part of the show. Remember to secure your own script before helping others. Old Buck's here for your comfort, but primarily your safety. Please bring your tray tables and armrests to their most useful position, and your waiter will be along shortly. This emergency producer is fitted with an on-air light, a whistle for attracting attention, and a mouthpiece if he needs topping up. In tonight's headlines, please insert the news data card in the slot provided. I can't find the slot. Uh, I, I think it's around the back. Hang on, you lift him. Hank Marvin starts his 3305 tour of the bubble. Galnet News, bringing you the last 300 episodes all at once. Mysterious message points the finger firmly at the Don. HS56 is gone hunting for the Fothark. Meets gone racing. And I'll be telling you all what to do. As the galaxy reels from the scourge of blight, theories of all kinds are being preferred as to the cause and to the outcomes of the wild, widespread vegetative pestilence. The resident experts, otherwise known as finger pointers, have predictably squarely plonked the onus on Tharg and his multi-limbed followers and their palin rivaling lust for power and domination overall. While the experts do their finger-pointing and wild gesticular, gesticulatory windmilling, the rest of the galaxy's non-Tharg populace has been speculating on all the likely outcomes of food dead or dying, food in the wrong place, and food of the wrong shape. The most desperate cries of anguish come from, as you might expect, from one Cecil B. Trumpington, complaining that if this affects the potato harvest, what will become of his gin supplies? Number crunchers have reached for their calculators, slide rules, and abacuses, or is it abacai? And working out if there is enough food in the galaxy or not, and how much needs to be relocated or regrown, depending on the results of their calculations. We will have more later from Flossie reporting on the associated CG, we hope. Once again, the galaxy is stricken by date issues caused by the Federalist's insistence on being different. Chimps behind the scenes at Hutton Orbital's media department finally worked out the secrets of news publishing and mistakenly, so they claim, re-released Galnet News in its entirety, going back three years. 
On questioning, the chimps revealed to be the fed of the federal persuasion muttered something about the whole date thing being awful, confusing, and complaining about what we call proper dates, months and days, being the wrong way around. Further inquiries with the chimps revealed a conversation with a representative from Lake Ron Spaceways who insisted that March 10 is the same as the 10th of March. The apology officer was sadly unavailable to make apologies at the appropriate time, something about seeing a man about a dog. Claims that the chimps spoke with a Glasgow accent have yet to be verified. Further evidence of dastardly deeds from the devious Don has been uncovered, with the discovery that several of Hutton's finest, and some of the worst too, have been interdicted and now lie incarcerated in the basement of his opulent villa. A mysterious, swarthy and unkept stranger turned up at Hutton Orbital under cover of darkness. Never mind that, it's always dark around the orbital since the tech monkey stopped managing the lighting. Spies are currently tracing the whereabouts of the missing truckers in readiness for a rescue by the Hutton Tactical Weapons Assault Team a week from today at 6pm UTC. We will be streaming our efforts across the galaxy along with new intern to replace the cur that deserted us earlier in the year. Bante and Palantir and Flossie will be looking for volunteers to assist since so many people seem to be gallivanting around the periphery of the galaxy. See our published briefing notes for further details. Rumours are rife that Alvin and Snuffler may turn up to join in the rescue. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 is missing. We've checked and his, cha- his ship is missing, the Thargoids are still missing, and the report from Cannon is missing. In fact, all we can find is a half-eaten calzone in Atrus's office, so we suspect that the Don has added him to the list of kidnapped truckers. Please send your thoughts and prayers to Atrus, because that's always works. All we can add is, for the mug. For the Hot Pit bit this week, we have a message from Lou. Custodians! I know you're busy rounding the verse, but seriously, sort your shit out. We have dropped Ys quite nicely, but there are a number of your systems that have risen above 60%. Keep track of the numbers and get those messages posted on the various social platforms. Remember, we want to be at 50% with a minimum 15% gap to the next faction. If you need an example, follow Hanky's lead. His daily posts in the BGS group are exactly what we need. Twice a week will do, but please get them done. Talking of Hanky, I have no idea how Colonia is doing as I'm off SRV racing and missed his message. For the mug, over to Noma. The next phase of the current Interstellar Initiative started yesterday, and it also gives a chance to stock up on cheap T6s, T7s and T9s, or cargo racks, cargo racks all going cheap. More about that later. is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble 
Your home station's burned rubble. What on earth can we do when your faction leader's a dog and your daily tasks are a slog? You're feeling like a youth cog. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You should listen to what Flossie says. Interstellar initiatives. Flossie tells us what she thinks it is. Then you can get involved with this. Now you should. Listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You should. Listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do Hello, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiative News. The Interstellar Initiative Part 2 actually started yesterday for a change. Uh, and this is the Rockforth Fertiliser Disposal Initiative. The Rockforth Corporation's EX fertilizer, EX7 fertiliser has been linked to the blight affecting crops in a number of systems, prompting an initiative to remove the product from the market. Dr Genevieve Kane of the Interstellar Association for Agriculture delivered an urgent message. Comparative analysis has confirmed that the blight is caused by the EX EX7 fertiliser. The original poor harvest have been attributed to natural factors and it is now thought that the situation could have been contained had the fertiliser not exacerbated the problem. The initiative Initial food shortages were offset by a recent trade appeal in the diesel and, and ORF systems, but the blight symptoms have since been reported in hundreds of systems. While we investigate the reasons for this rapid spread, preventing further fertiliser distribution is vital. Rockforth fertiliser can now be collected at negligible cost from the following markets. Sharon Lee Free Market are rare, Lave Station Lave, Warrenus Lave, Shifnell Port Diesel, Davies High Riot, Watson Station Orev, Rentengen Hub LFT 37, Macedo Station Lazy, Phillips Gateway Ensoyus, Bird Gateway Arc, Lassoir du Danham Reedcott. The Tevery Progressive Party has arranged for the safe disposal of the fertiliser and has offered to compensate pilots for their efforts. The fertiliser should be delivered to Wiley Port in a Tevery system. To expedite this initiative, Lakecon Spaceways has agreed to lower the cost of the Type 6 transporter, trans- 
Type 7 transporter and the Type 9 heavy. Wait, does Buck Naked know about this? Also, cargo prices have been reduced in all starports. The initiative is scheduled to run from the 16th to the 22nd of October 3305. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering Rockforth fertiliser to the Wiley Port Intervary System. I was actually uh, one of the first to deliver the fertiliser to uh, Wiley Port within the first hour. And uh, I was very surprised to find that I got over 700 million credits for my 756 tons. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just getting over that. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, I saw something about, oh, no, the price is now 400 credits. So it seems there was a mistake at the start. <laughs> oh, no. And not only that, it <laughs> because I got so much money in one go, it made me elite in trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now I, I'm just wondering whether it's all going to get taken back off me again. <laughs> because oh, was, they're oh, pretty stringent on that kind of stuff. Yeah, aren't they? So I'm, I'm just waiting to see. I don't spend anything. <laughs> and uh, I won't be going to um, Founders World just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if anything happens first. Anyway, that's uh, this week's uh, Interstellar Initiatives and Community Goals News. Flossie told you what to do. Galnet News Digest, 17th of September 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, no surprise as Rockforth Fertiliser declared bad shit. Mismanaged campaign results in criminal convictions. Lacon sells off excess stock. No surprise as Rockforth Fertiliser declared bad shit. In an urgent message delivered yesterday, the Interstellar Association for Agriculture has urged farmers not to use the untested new Rockforth EX7 fertiliser, which it now accuses of having caused a blight, which is affecting a number of key agricultural systems. Dr Genevieve Kane explained that the initial poor harvests were the result of natural variation in crop yield, and that it was the subsequent deployment of vast amounts of the fertiliser that caused the bulk of the damage. It's believed that several hundred systems have been affected. Rioting has broken out in many systems attributed to high food prices. A campaign has been announced to collect and destroy stocks of the deadly fertiliser. It's not yet clear whether there will need to be an additional campaign to clean up the toxic residue of the fertiliser on affected agricultural worlds. In related news, there are rumours that the Pilots' Federation is planning a new expansion to the galaxy. It's unclear what may be included in this new software, but it is codenamed 
Farming Simulator 2020. Mismanaged campaign results in criminal convictions. The campaign to remove any unused Rockforth EX7 fertilizer from circulation has created a new criminal underclass, according to reliable reports. An error is believed to have been made by a junior data entry clerk who'd only just been reinstated following his mistake in September, which allowed commanders to buy and immediately sell back Rockforth fertilizer at a massive profit. This new error meant that commanders could buy Rockforth fertilizer for one credit per ton in Blight Systems and sell it at the destination for nearly one million credits per ton. For a large ship, that's more than half a billion credits of profit per run. Many commanders were quick to take advantage of this error before the Interstellar Association for Agriculture noticed its mistake and hastily reduced the payment to 400 credits per ton. The Pilots' Federation is once again expected to come down hard on its members, reclaiming the ill-gotten gains and making an example of the worst offenders. Spokesperson Will Flanagan released a statement, stating that Commander Flossie is no longer the galaxy's favourite commander, having been stripped of the title following her profiteering activities, which are believed to have netted her several billion credits and an elite trade ranking. Lacon sells off excess stock. In a canny move designed to increase its market share, Lacon Spaceways has started offering deep discounts on its Type range of freighters, the Type 6, Type 7 and Type 9 Heavy. The ships have had a 25% discount applied to the purchase price, bringing the Type 9 down from 79 million credits to just 59 million. Lacon has also arranged for a matching selection of cargo racks to be offered at a similar discount. The Lacon Challenger, Chieftain Crusader, Asp, Diamondback and Type 10 Defender are not included in the sale, because commanders actually want to fly those ships. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.
Howdy there, truckers. This old buck naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you toot around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as having Von Taeyeon go down on your nozzle and over-inflate you as a pop-up radio producer. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a cotton patch, Commander Bowl of Petunias kept the lead with a few miles over 215,000 light years jumped. Where the hell are you going, Commander? You got the revenuers on your tail or something? The leader in destroying up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Texas Stew with 49.5 million credits earned and accounted for. The Don's had to order up more aspirin for all the headaches he been having lately. Commander Montgomery Python takes the lead as our top mission trucker this week with 928 mission points earned. Congrats! All in cargo like a hut trucker auto, Commander Montgomery Python transported a bit over 81,400 tons this week. Keep on trucking there, Commander, and getting your name mentioned a couple times, too. Driving the Hutton scooter this week, Commander Zane Till hauled a measly 191 passengers around the galaxy. What, it ain't tourist season no more? Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of October is held by Commander N. Weasels in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 51 seconds. Commander Slow Walk gets special mention for beating N. Weasels' time from last week, though. That means you get a hunting decal, partner. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that are always tuned in to Hutton Orbital Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off? Many.